In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, brides? Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and today I'm joined by an expert in her field. She's so talented. She's so amazing. She's a wedding, a, a wedding, a wedding stationery designer, Catherine Jezik Moore. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Samantha. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, I mean, you're an expert. You know, you know what to, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Catherine is here. She's going to give us the rundown on how to design your wedding invitations, what to include in them, how to make them your own, you know, how to make them unique and stand out. So I'm just so excited that you're here. Before we jump in, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you went, like, how did you get into this? How did you become a designer? Yeah, so I'll just jump right in. Um, I went to school traditionally for graphic design. Uh, My dream actually whenever I was graduating college was to work. Did you ever see like growing up, did you ever get the book from Neiman Marcus? It has like all these amazing Christmas gifts. Oh it's yeah. It's like gorgeous things, yes. Um, so my dream was to design that. So whenever I was graduating, I looked, I applied for some random jobs. It wasn't necessarily that. Um, and then I actually ended up reading an article about uh, Like to Know It. It's called LTK now, a reward style. Um, and I ended up getting a job there as a graphic designer. So I worked there. And that's kind of like in the influencer industry, um, like affiliate links, if you've ever used their app. Um, I worked there for about five years. And while working there, some of my coworkers would ask me on the side. They, I did a little bit for events there. And they'd be like, hey you know, I love what you did for this event. Can you do my wedding invitation? So from there, I would be like, yes, please let me do them. I want to do paper. Um, I love my job there, but I was like, I want to do more in the paper world. So I was like, just let me do it. You can just pay me for the cost of the paper, anything. I just need Mm -hmm. some examples to show. Um, So from there, I had a few coworkers and friends let me do their invitations. And I started posting them on an Instagram account that I made. And that's how more friends um, and clients found out about me and kind of grew from there. And eventually, luckily for me, I was able to quit my job there and do this full time. Isn't that amazing, social media, like what it can do? It is amazing. It's incredible. Like it's really, I mean, obviously there's like the negative sides, but we don't have to like get into that. But (laughs) there's so many positives. Like it really changes people's lives. It allows you to do what you love. It allows you to put your work out there so people can find it. No, it's so true. It's changed mine for sure. Like even with my inquiry forms, when people reach out to me on my website, I would say like 95% of people found me on Instagram. That's amazing. It's pretty great. Yeah. What about becoming like a luxury wedding stationery designer like really drew you in? Like what, what was it? 
whenever I was working at my previous job, like I always loved when I had something to show for my work, like something physical. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think having, especially when you get into the really detailed print methods, having something to show for all your hard work and like being able to touch and feel like the letterpress or the foil or the like really luxurious envelopes. I think for me, it was having a physical product that really drew me in. I never was someone who like, dreamed of my wedding day so I haven't been like wedding obsessed from day one but just design obsessed um in that way yeah Yeah. and it's like such a creative field like the way that you make because I was obviously I've been creeping your Instagram um the way that you create the stationery and your invitations is so incredible they're so detailed it's so beautiful do you only create like wedding stationery or do you have any other? When I started out, I did a little bit of branding. Now I do 100% wedding stationery. I think the branding definitely helped too because now a lot of my brides, especially with social media, they want their wedding to feel like a brand almost too. So applying that to just the wedding now, I'll approach it like a branding. Like everyone always wants like a logo or monogram for their wedding that they can carry across from like save date to day of stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, that definitely helped my background, but weddings now are what I'm really passionate about. So I do 100% of weddings now, which is great. How many, I'm so curious, like how many invitations do you do probably like during, I mean, it's probably a lot. At this point, I do like around five to six per month. So I try not to do more than that. Eventually, I'd love to grow my team and do more. But for now, it's about five to six a month. Okay. I was like, I feel like you're probably like hustling, doing a million a month. Like I would be. No, it's definitely still a grind. But I do try to do like totally custom from start to finish. So that's five to six for me is really about all I can take. Yeah, I feel like that's a good amount. So I want to kind of pick your brain. What do you think about online invitations? Because as opposed to classic like wedding invitations, like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like when I first got into this online, we're getting a little bit more popular. People are always so skeptical about like USPS and things Mm -hmm. getting lost in the mail. Even now my clients are still skeptical about it. When I worked at LTK, it was such a digital first platform that for a lot of our events, we did do digital invitations and no printing. Obviously, I love the, you know, old antique way of all the really like curated printing methods like letterpress and foil. But I still have clients today who will even do, um, you know, like online RSVPs, which are helpful now too, just mainly because they're still worried about USPS. And then there are a lot of really creative people on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen them now who will do like fully animated versions of invitations. They're like super, super intricate. I'll send you some so you can see, but I feel like that might be an upcoming trend too. Yeah. Cause I know when my friend was getting married, she had like a physical invitation, but then you RSVP'd online. So it was like you were kind of getting yeah. both. Kind of like a mix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone does have the websites now where when I'm going to a wedding, if I don't know where the invitation is or didn't write it down, I always yeah. just go to the website. I'm like, okay, what do I need to know? When is what are the details? What's the attire? But for me, obviously I love the printed, but I do think in the future based on these really cool animations that I've seen, that could be something too. For sure. 
Um, what is the number one misconception couples or brides have about wedding invitations? That's a really good question. Um, I would say for me, I feel like a lot of people think about wedding invitations like historically where you go into a place, you look at a binder, you like see all the options that they have and you pick something set. So when I Mm -hmm. meet with a lot of clients, they'll like be like, okay, so what are my options? And I feel like that is one misconception that I have when I work with clients is that like it truly is totally custom. And I would say my best work comes when people stay true to themselves and their interests and we create something based on like something really specific that they love as a couple or that's really meaningful to them. So I would say the misconception is maybe that like you have to fit inside a certain box where Mm -hmm. I feel you can be totally out of the box. You don't really have to stay by any of the traditional rules. You can just do what's true to you. And sometimes that's the best design too. I mean, the ones that I'm the most obsessed with on your Instagram are the watercolor ones. Or or they look like watercolor. watercolor. It's so stunning. I'm obsessed. I I think they're so unique, but they're also like really traditional and beautiful in a way. Like, but they're also not traditional, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like I've never really seen Those anything are like my that before. Favorite to do too. Because I feel like you can truly make them so custom. Whereas the really, really traditional formal ones, they're obviously beautiful. Some of them are so thick, like gorgeous foil. But I think with the watercolor, it's just a way to add in something personal and make it a little more fun too. I mean, getting that in the mail and seeing like little fun details for me as a guest makes me super excited. Obviously, the formal ones, you know, it's going to be super elegant and gorgeous, but the watercolor just adds something a little bit more personal. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. I, I love them so much. Thank you. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. I need to know, like, what's the difference? Because I'm also new to this, like, wedding world, okay? Like, I'm very new to this. Like, I, on my very first podcast here with Nicole, I literally was like, I didn't know that the schedule for the day of the wedding was, like, 
that serious. I was literally- I actually in- heard that podcast. Kill me. I got in so much trouble for taking a, a soak I heard the morning I of the wedding up. and everyone was like, get over here immediately. I was like, oh my God, okay. Like I was freaking out because I didn't want to make the bride upset. But anyway, so I'm very new to this world. So can you explain me for the new brides or people that don't know, like what is the difference between like the save the date and like the wedding invitation? Like, yes. Like why, why I guess do people need the save the date? Yeah. So especially now, I feel like post COVID, and I don't know if this has been your experience as a guest too, but like every weekend there's multiple weddings now, like booked out years in advance, Mm -hmm. especially from like 2019 prior to COVID. So in my opinion, the save the date is truly just like, hey, here's when we're getting married. Mark your calendar. Basically telling everyone else, like, if we're close friends, don't get married on this day. We Mm -hmm. have it reserved. But again, too, the wedding and the save the date for me, like, if you think of the wedding like a movie, it's really like a preview. So in Mm -hmm. a way, it does need to set the tone and make guests excited. But for save the date, I would say truly, like, its name, saving the date, reserving the date, especially when there are so many weddings now. And then wedding invitation is more formal details, a little bit more personality, a little bit more of a preview to the event um, than the save the date. And what do you think like is a trend? Like what are you kind of bored of seeing on save the dates? Like what do you think people should be putting on there or like making it a little bit special? Because I get a lot of save the dates or I have like my friends are just in that area. Like it's the, you know, everyone's getting married era for my friend group and like they're beautiful but like they all are kind of similar you know what I mean so I'm kind of curious what your thoughts are I actually saw a save the date recently that I was obsessed with and it was basically like a folded up newspaper New York Times article no, I'm obsessed. do you know what I'm talking about I know exactly I think what you you're guys talking posted about. it actually I yes I'm obsessed I think it's so different it's so unique like, I, I was obsessed with it. That's why I posted That's it. That's what like, I, I love. It's very and cool. Like, something unique like that. And the cool thing about that, too, is it really, I mean, whatever your budget is, like, mm-hmm. be doing something super unique, like, helps you stand out. It's not the standard traditional. You can spend so much money on a save the date. And it can be super, super beautiful, but not very memorable because you didn't mm-hmm. do something that was, like, true to y'all and super unique. So I would say doing something out of the box like that is really fun and gets guests excited. And it's a super creative way to show your personality, too. Yeah, for sure. And so when do you send out this invitations? Like how far in advance are you sending these out? So for me, for wedding invitations, typically I mail them 10 weeks before the wedding. Um, Okay. It used to be like eight weeks was standard, but now with so many weddings, 10 weeks is just safer, Mm -hmm. especially like I said with USPS, sometimes things take a little bit longer in the mail, especially with COVID. You never know. It's so crazy too, because sometimes someone can be like, oh, my neighbor got theirs, but I still haven't gotten mine. It's been a week. And I'm like, there's truly no explaining it. It's just. The craziness just, of you USPS. get it when you get it. <laughs> like, yeah, and like that's... it's gonna show up. Don't worry, but yeah. it just takes a minute. Yeah, I mean, with COVID, like I think it really messed up, like basically, obviously everything, but especially with our mail. Like I don't right. think sometimes for weeks. 
It's crazy. And then you feel rude too when people are like, why didn't you RSVP? It's like, I actually haven't received it yet. I'm sorry. I know. What information do you think needs to be on the invitation versus like just nice to haves? So must have definitely the location, definitely the time on the wedding invitation. If you're doing it super formal, you know, you can do first name, middle name, last name. You can include your parents' names if you want to honor them. And then some sort of way to RSVP, whether it's online, mm-hmm. mail-in, and the date that that's expected by. And then definitely attire. Sometimes people don't list attire on the wedding invitation and only so list it on the website. But it is so important because especially there are sometimes older guests too who aren't used to the new trend of wedding websites and they'll be like so stressed out over not knowing what the attire is. So I think listing that on the invitation for sure is a great idea too. And it just kind of like gives you a good idea of like what the vibe is. Like Yes, it does set the tone for sure. Yeah, it's so important. So I've heard that you actually can't mail bulky invitations through like the regular mail. So how would you send these invites? How does so- that work? There is some invitations are actually classified as a package. So I think the the going rate right now for a package is like $4.20. So okay. you can either like print postage or your stationary person can print postage for you with that. Or you can literally put like $4 and ho- however many cents it is now worth of postage on each like package. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends on the thickness. And the funny thing is, too, if you're mailing your own invitations and you go to the post office, they have like a measuring. It's like cardboard with a little slot and they like mm-hmm. test to see if your invitation can fit through the slot. And if it can't, then it's considered a package. So it's definitely doable, but it is does get pretty expensive, especially if you have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just a funny yeah, that thing. is funny. But it oh, is doable. Like that's the system in place at USPS. Is like yeah, it's so official. Cardboard. It's so official. It is oh funny God. too because sometimes you'll go in and the person's like looks at it and they're like, yeah, you're good. And then sometimes people are really picky about it and like multiple people have to get involved with the weighing and they'll be like feeling it, <laughs> bending it. It's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I'm really curious, like, 
can you walk us through the consultation process? Like, how do you figure out what style to create for an event? Like, does it have a lot to do with your venue? Like, what is that like? So whenever I first meet with clients, it's almost like a first date in a way where I obviously want to hear about the wedding and the venue and their ideas and colors, but I also just want to get to know either the bride or the couple as people and, you know, even judging by what they're wearing or what their vibe and what their energy is, you know, are they more like a formal, do they want to do something super fun and crazy and casual and just hearing what their hobbies are too. Mm -hmm. Um, I really do try to make it so, so personal. So when I first meet with them, I love hearing all of that information to see if there's any little detail that I can pinpoint from there and carry across to the invitation. Um, For example, I have a bride who is getting married in a couple weeks, and she is obsessed with butterflies, mainly because her grandmother was an amazing artist and has this, like, gorgeous butterfly painting that she did that's hanging in their home. So we really honed in on that and took that, like, carried that across for everything. I can't wait to post hers. They're so fun. I know. I was literally just thinking, I'm like, have you posted it? Because I don't remember seeing a butterfly. Okay. Yeah. No, when I tell you, I've on her wedding day. I've literally been investigating your Instagram because I just think it's so stunning. It's so stunning. (laughs) Guys, I'm not even joking. You have to follow her, obviously. I mean, if you you. know what's good for you. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's probably so fun. Like, you get to know so many different couples and you get to pick up on energies and, like, it is fun. And there there are clients, too, who I've gotten to know so well that I've ended up, like, gaining a friend, too, which is so nice. So nice. So, I really do try to get to know everyone super personally so that I can tailor their invitation specifically to them. And my favorite thing too is when brides will text me and they're getting texts from their friends being like, oh my gosh, this invitation is so you. And whenever they say that, I'm like, okay, I did it. I did a great job. Like I truly understood their personality and their preferences. That's like the biggest compliment I can get. No, because the thing that I really noticed about your designs is like, you can tell that you put so much work into them and like so much thought behind like every detail. It's like, it's – I never really thought, like, invitations could honestly be, like, that beautiful. I'm not even Thank joking. You. I really so am not even nice. joking. Because I'm, like, always, like, seeing, like, you know, invitations that I'm, like, oh, okay. Like, it's just, like, a wedding invitation. Like, yours, like, like struck me. I was, like, oh, my God. This is, like, absolutely Thank stunning. you. That's my goal. My goal is for guests to open it and be, like, oh, my gosh. I cannot miss this wedding. I mm-hmm. have to be there. It's going to be amazing. I mean, if so. I got an envelope that had, like, the watercolor on the front of it, I would – die I would literally die because it's so stunning thank you so for brides who are just starting out like what steps would you take to find their unique theme on their own like would you create a mood board like you know do you kind of go in with do you go into like a meeting with them with ideas already or do you kind of have them lead you where yeah so a lot of the time brides will prior to the meeting will be like, hey, I'm going to send you all this inspo that I pulled or their Pinterest board, which that's always great to see, to know what they're leaning towards, especially like we talked about the watercolor style versus something more traditional Mm -hmm. in terms of colors, in terms of different pieces and even fonts too. So, So that's always nice to see. And then from there, I truly feel like my best work comes when they totally trust me to execute a mix of their vision and what I think we could add to it too. So Mm -hmm. going into the meeting, 
after seeing that inspiration, I'll say, hey, loved your inspiration. I pulled some things too. What if we did, you know, kind of a combination of these things? Maybe we pull in a few of those fun personal details. And then from there, hopefully they love the idea. It really reflects them. We'll start making drafts together. I always send them like a preview so they can scroll through a PDF and like see exactly how everything would look. Mm -hmm. And then we can make changes from there. But For the most part, I would say it's primarily me kind of like piecing things together based on what they've pulled as inspiration. Yeah. Do you – are you able to do these like meetings with couples and brides over Zooms? Yes. So I either meet in person if they're in the Dallas area or via Zoom, and then I'll just present to them what I've pulled for them, and we can have that conversation that way too. Okay. That's probably so nice that Zoom now is like so popular. Especially after COVID, like that has become such a way of life. I know. It's (laughs) so much more like doable. I mean, and it does open possibilities for people to work with vendors, not just in their area too, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, so as a bride, like what would you save on and what would you splurge on when it comes to invitations and save the dates and stationery? So going off of budget, Mm -hmm. I always say to reserve a lot more budget for wedding invitations. Obviously there are more pieces. It's more of the standout piece over the save the date. So if they're looking to save, I typically cut back on save the date costs. So like doing maybe like a little bit of a thinner save the date or, you know, we don't need an envelope liner for the save the date or we don't need calligraphy on the save the date. And that's where I think like we're talking about some of those super out of the box unique ones are really fun because you can really save there but still do something super unique. Mm -hmm. And then I would spend – the majority on the wedding invitation and then always reserve a little bit for day of. So like programs, if you want to ditch programs, that's okay too. Like doing really fun moments for the reception. So like napkins, cups, koozies, different like fun, unique things in that way are fun too. Like lately, I don't know if you've seen this, maybe it's just a Texas thing, but so many brides for like late night party have been doing custom trucker hats. That's so cute. No, I haven't seen that. It must be a Texas thing, but it's really cute. That's really, really cute. And so they have like something written on like the front. Yes. Of it. Okay. Like a lot of them have been doing like club and then like the last name and having like a DJ come out at that point and doing like fun trucker hats, light up stuff. Ooh, so that's fun. so fun. So fun. Yeah, they, we don't do that here. Oh my God. We're so lame in Michigan. Okay. Oh Never gosh. mind. Yeah. I'm like, maybe we need to start doing that. That's really, really fun. So that's just a fun detail to add to day of, too. I love the small details at weddings. Like, when I see people that have the napkins that have, like, their dog or cat's face on them. I'm oh, like, my gosh, yes. People love the dog napkins or, like, signature cocktails for the dog are so cute. It's so cute. It's not even – in my opinion, I'm like, it's not done enough. Like, it's not overdone. It's literally not done enough. Anytime I can, like, see someone's dog or cat, I – get so excited I think do you do anything like that like yes so I do a lot of times people will do like custom cocktails for the dog or little dog napkins I did for one client we did like sip stay something with she has two golden retrievers so we did like a little sketch of them which was so cute that's so cute it was like sip stay stay. I need to I need to find it but it was that's super super cute that's Um, so so little fun like puns with the dog are super cute we did one where their dog had like a little espresso martini bar situation which was really cute 
I love um, that. I love involving the dogs, but I'm a dog person, so maybe I'm biased. Same. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So you had your own wedding back in 2020. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Let's talk about your wedding because I <laughs> feel like it was probably super, super stunning um, because you have great taste. What was your wedding like? Like, what was the vibe that you were going for? Like, just tell me about that process. So I got engaged in January of 2018. From there, I was like, okay, we're trying to figure out a date. We decided on June of 2020. Um, so I went through all my planning. I wanted to have a big wedding like around 200 people. I wanted the vibe to be um, a little more traditional, like Southern. It was going to be in Dallas. I was super excited. It was going to be at this venue, like under a tent with all these pretty florals, made a ton of plans. And then in March, COVID hit. And I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. It'll probably be over in about two weeks. So yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to worry about it. Invitations, I'm like almost done designing, about to send a print. I send them to print a couple more weeks go by and I'm like, hey, like, have y'all printed these yet? Maybe can you like hold off for a minute? I'm not sure with COVID. I want to wait on it. So we ended up since we had been engaged for so long. We're like, let's just get married. Honestly, at the time. And like I said, like I, I always like dreamed of like falling in love, but I never dreamed of having this like big, extravagant, crazy wedding. So I was truly just excited to get married. So we decided to still get married that day. Um, But due to COVID, it could truly only be family. Um, So we ended up getting married in a garden at the venue where we originally were going to have our large wedding. But after that, and there was actually a curfew in Dallas um, due to some things that were happening in the city at that time. We had to leave and we ended up doing it in our backyard at our home in Dallas, which at first I was super against. But now in hindsight, like it was the perfect day. I truly wouldn't change anything about it. It was very like sweet pastels. We had dinner with our family. We had a band in the backyard. We still had like our little kind of like tented moment in the backyard. So it ended up being super pretty. It was like what you wanted, but just like on a smaller scale. Yeah, it was what I wanted that I didn't know I wanted either, too. So it ended up being perfect. And I truly, going back, I wouldn't change anything about it. And then we ended up having a one-year anniversary party on that same day, a year later, to celebrate with our friends. And it was like a bit – was it a bigger – Yes. I'm assuming. At that event, we still had about like 80 people, but it was great. Um, But yeah, and even all of our friends, too, say that like totally worth it, worth waiting. And looking back, some of our friends who've had large weddings have been like, oh, I wish I could just have my family in my backyard, too. So it was great. Did you wear a wedding dress to the second party? Okay. So to the first wedding ceremony, I wore my Mm -hmm. original dress. Okay. To the, it was really, really hot that day in Dallas in June. It was probably like 95 degrees. Oh, I can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) 
So to the backyard party, we didn't really know that we were doing that until the week of. So I found my dress for that like two days before actually. Oh my God. At a store in Dallas randomly. And so many people on Instagram have messaged me being like, where is this dress from? And I'm like, honestly, I got it like two days before. Like maybe I'll, maybe I should sell it. But at that point, no, it's too sentimental to me now. Yeah. Um, But then I had a dress that I was going to wear at my rehearsal dinner that I never got to wear. So that's what I wore to our one year anniversary party. And it was like cocktail attire. So we wanted it to be a little bit more fun than a little bit more casual than black tie. So yeah. That's so sweet. Thank you. It it was great. Yeah. It's funny looking back at pictures now because there's like this beautiful backdrop with like florals and jasmine and everyone's like, wait, where, where was this? I'm like, that's actually like my garage in the background. Like (laughs) it's nothing too special. You're like, it's literally my yard. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys. Like (laughs) thanks for the compliments, but oh my God, COVID really I mean, I can't imagine Nicole. I mean, she was was a COVID bride. Like, I can't imagine that level of like, okay, it's March. This is going to pass. I remember everybody thought COVID was going to be done by Memorial Day. Like, every single person was like, oh, my God, by Memorial Day, like, we'll be fine. And then it's like two years later, it's just still kind of crazy. But um, I know. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad that you – actually got like what you didn't know that you really wanted or needed. It was great. It was great too. I had anxiety too. And I'm sure so many brides have this about like all the attention being on me and having so many eyes on me that having it just be my family now was probably great for me. Yeah. Is your fiance or your husband now, is he from Dallas too? He is. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. Little Dallas, little (laughs) Dallas couple. That's so cute. Okay. Like one of my best friends lives in Dallas. She loves it. I love um, it. It's great. Yeah. Like, she loves it. She was supposed to move back, like, whenever they decide they want to have kids. And um, I asked her about this last night, and she said, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And I was like, oh, no. Oh. Yeah, she loves <laughs> well, Dallas I'm glad so she much. loves it. Yeah. And I visited her a couple times. It's really beautiful. Like, I really like – think there's just a ton of things to do. It's great. Like, the heat this summer almost killed me. But other than that, it's great. Yeah. Um, let's do a listener submission. So I'm going to read the submission and then we're going to, we're going to chat about it. Dear Betches Brides, I have been a listener for a while now. And since becoming engaged earlier this year, I'm excited to start planning a wedding of my very own. I have only just begun looking for some design inspo and I've been seeing couples all over Instagram and Pinterest creating what they call a wedding logo. I simultaneously need to have one, but I have no idea where to start. Do I really need one? Do you have any advice on how to make one? And then how do I incorporate it into my wedding? BTW, I am what I like to call an aesthetically challenged bride, and I have no idea what looks good. So any guidance would be much appreciated. Girl, take the reins because you know (laughs) way more about this than me. Okay, this is so funny because I do have so many clients who come to me asking for a wedding logo. Like, that's just a term people use now, which is so funny. But for my advice to her would be when she's designing her invitations, if she's doing them with a wedding stationary person, to have that person, based on the design of the invitations, come up with something like whether it be a monogram with like maybe a little motif that has something to do with the couple or the venue to have that person especially since she said she's aesthetically challenged she might need someone to kind of take the reins a little bit yes 
Um, that would be my advice. And then, you know, if you are getting your invitation somewhere else like Minted um, or like an online place, Etsy actually has a lot of great options for people who just want to like quickly download something. Maybe they want to send it to their planner to add to cups or napkins. That's a great option too. Yeah, because I've been seeing this logo, this initial logo, like she said too, like I've been seeing it everywhere. I actually posted a reel about it like a couple weeks ago. This girl did um, her initials in like a drink topper. Okay, those drink toppers are really popular lately. Yeah, I'm like, that's so cool. I would never even think to do something like that. But now that I saw that, I'm like, this running this account in this podcast, like I'm going to be such a monster. Like, oh my gosh. I can feel it like brewing within me. You're going to honestly know too much. It's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be so crazy. Um, <laughs> Wow. 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 Yeah. I'm just like thinking about my future self just like being a complete monster. Okay. But know thyself, you know? So I just want to thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I now know so much about wedding stationery, invitation, save the dates, all of that. Can you tell everybody where to find you? You can find me on Instagram, Katherine Jezik Design, and Jezik is J-E-Z-E-K, or my website, KatherineJezikDesign.com. And obviously, I'll be posting her stuff for forever on Instagram. Thank you. And you guys, <laughs> till next week, till death do us part. Bye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Rebecca Sousmacat. Social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. 